Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Welcome to Fantasy Football Weekly, a production of iHeartRadio. Time now for Fantasy Football Weekly from iHeartRadio, your weekly source for the nation's best fantasy football advice, speculation, and whatever stupid stuff they decide to drop into the show. Now here's your host, Paul Charchian. It's Fantasy Football Weekly. I am Paul Charchi and my co-host today, Matt Harrison. Hello. Man, we've kept Brian away for two weeks. I know, it's hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) It is hard to do. But we've managed to pull it off. It's amazing. Yeah. I don't know if that's good or bad for the <laughs> listeners, but less Brian than normal. He's got the coolest rate. voice out of all of us. That's out of all true. four of us. I mean, the, you know, the deep baritone. And, yeah. and he's got some great analysis to go with it. So well, great might be a little strong. Okay. So some Passable. slightly above average yeah, analysis. Yeah, let's go with that. Let's okay. go with that. So last week, Scott and I get done. Recording the podcast, <laughs> uploading the podcast, and just as it's hitting everybody, and Scott's long gone from my house, yeah. Then the uh, all the all the dominoes fall, and we have massive news, including um, the Deshaun Watson. Yeah, uh, trade gets finalized. And, and I sent you guys a text like, did you guys get the Watson <laughs> thing in? Because it was happening like right when you were yes, recording. You know, <laughs> so the whole thing got blown up. But, yeah, you know the. You know, it's the off season. Yeah. Time's time is not of it's not like every day counts quite as much. And we're, we're recording this on a Friday in the yes. off season. And Watson was introduced today to the Cleveland yeah. media. So yes. it all comes back around right now. I listened to the press conference. Cleveland media went at him pretty hard. Yeah. And I was I was glad. You got you have a, have to have accountability in these situations. Sure. And you know, clearly he had done he had he had been coached up on what to say because he had kept hitting the same talking points over and over again. But Cleveland media was pretty aggressive with him, I, which I thought was appropriate. Ask hard questions in this situation. Yeah. Why not? Well, and he signed a big five-year contract, and uh, so he's going to be there for a while, he is presumably. He's going to be there for a while, yep. Well, they're going to pay him for a while no matter what. It's all guaranteed, $230 million. Think about it this way. Deshaun Watson was on the Texans, and they traded away all their first-round picks for Laramie Tunsil. Now he goes to the Browns and they traded away all their first round picks for Deshaun Watson. He's on this team. That's never going to have a first round pick yeah. like his entire career. So this is going to be pretty interesting to see how this pans out. There was uh, an epic trade in hockey 25 ish years ago involving Peter Forsberg. Um, and um, the key player went to the flyers 
and it involved like eight players mm-hmm. and a bunch of draft picks. And somebody at one point figured out all the butterfly effect of that. And <laughs> years and years later, it and it ended up being like thousand players that ended up impacted by this one trade. Yeah. years later. Probably something similar to the Vikings and Herschel Walker back in the day. Yeah, it could be, but it was way more far-reaching, I think. But yeah. yes, uh, hold on. I'm going to see if I can quick Google it. Peter Forsberg. Well, trade. while you're Googling that, yes. I mean, I guess I'll note that Amari Cooper probably gets a little bit of an upgrade here. Um, yeah. He, he also is seeing 195 vacated targets from the Browns from Landry and Beckham and Austin Hooper last year. So uh, being the top target in a Deshaun Watson-led offense has been a good thing to be for the past few years. So uh, Amari Cooper is going to bump up a few spots in ADP, especially if Cleveland doesn't replace some of that talent in maybe the second round oh. of the draft or throughout free agency. Who else they throw to? Uh, I mean, it's David and Joku, and it's Harrison Bryant and Kareem Hunt, and yeah, tight ends, yeah. running backs, and Amari Cooper and Donovan Peoples Jones, who's kind of sneaky. Well, we thought he was sneaky last year, and he clearly could not step up and assume the role of a. I don't even say go-to receiver. Sure, I don't even an alpha receiver. Donovan Peoples Jones couldn't even be a beta receiver. The leading Browns receiver had 574 yards last now year. Now is that a Baker Mayfield problem? Well, a little <laughs> bit of culpability, but I don't think a lot. I don't think as much as, as you might. Be. I mean, it's interesting because the other domino to fall here is Baker Mayfield, right? Um, the, the Browns still are holding on to him, trying to trade yeah. him right now, but uh, he's on his fifth year of the contract. So it's, it's kind of a higher price and he's probably looking for an extension right now. So he's trying to find a team that'll take him and everybody kind of lined up their quarterback. Now it's really Carolina who there's not interest in Carolina from what I hear Seattle, maybe that's about it. There's, there's not many other teams that are really looking for a quarterback of his caliber right now. Yeah. There's uh for Mayfield. If you're in dynasty, mm-hmm. do you hold or do you sell on Mayfield right now? I, you'd obviously be selling at like maybe the all time low right now. So if, if you got a deep enough roster and you could hold them, I think you, you just hold Baker Mayfield, see what happens. And mm-hmm. maybe at the advent of him getting traded to somebody. Yeah. That's when the value peaks a little bit. And then you start moving him. I think uh, there's a, I think there's a decent chance. We haven't heard the last of meaningful play from Baker Mayfield one way or another. Some quarterback needy teams going to give him a chance. Mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield has some talent. He played last year hurt constantly. Yeah. Arm in a harness. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think we've quite heard the end of Baker Mayfield right now. Yeah, I agree. I think, uh, I think he ends up, he ends up someplace doing something that ultimately, ultimately uh, ends up helping him. By the way, Eric Lindros. Okay. This How- is the Eric Lindros trade that was 26 years ago. All right. And um, ended up forever changing a couple of different, uh, a couple of different teams. Mm-hmm. The Flyers and the Nordiques were the teams that involved. Who became the, the Avalanche. Who became the Avalanche. And yeah. then they went out and the Avalanche with all the equity they got from the Flyers ended up winning the Stanley Cup with guys like Peter Forsberg and Ron Hextall and Mike Rieke and Steve Duchesne and a bunch of others. Patrick Waugh. He that Patrick Cole was on that team, not yeah. part of the trade, but yeah. he was he was on the team back then. Absolutely, and, uh, yeah, that was all. Oh, those were great teams. Uh, okay, <laughs> continuing. Uh, on. How about where were you this week when the Tyreek Hill news just started coming down? Because it seemed like it was out of nowhere, just a surprise. Yeah, and part of the part of the fun of the whole Tyreek thing is 
from the time that the press started reporting that Tyreek could be traded to the time he was traded was about 45 minutes. Yeah. And it was like just a, it felt like a whirlwind for us, although I think it had been apparently had been in the works for a while. Sure. Kudos to the Chiefs, Matt, mm-hmm. for real knowing they and looking ahead to next year, yeah. they weren't going to be able to keep uh they weren't going to be able to keep Tyreek Hill. He'd have been playing unhappy this year. And you could get a first rounder for him this year, and next year you'd have no leverage when he was a free agent. So Absolutely. they made the right call on moving him. And now they have picks twenty eight, sorry, twenty nine and thirty in Correct. the draft. One of those is going to be a receiver who will cost cost literally one tenth as much money as Tyreek Hill. He'll be eight years younger than Tyreek Hill. And while he is very unlikely to be any, as good as Tyreek Hill, but maybe you get like 80% of Tyreek Hill at one tenth the cost. Yeah. And so this is all kind of like your NHL trade you just talked about. This, this, these are tentacles of the Trey Lance trade last year mm-hmm. because is. this is San Francisco's pick. So Miami flipped that pick mm-hmm. that they got from San Fran to move up to get Jalen Waddell and to trade to San Francisco to get Tyreek Hill or to Kansas City to get Tyreek Hill. Right. And they still got San Fran's round three this year and round one next year. Yeah. So they added Hill and Waddle by moving down nine spots in the draft. It, Isn't it, moving it, down always oh, the best thing to do? Almost always, man. <laughs> I mean, if, when you move up and pay, cause it costs so much to move yes. up. Just even incrementally in the top half of the first round, you better hit it. I mean, Trey Lance has got to if, hit for the Niners. If he doesn't hit, it hurts. Wow. Man, does it hurt. Yeah. Um, kudos to Miami. This is back to the Eric Lindros trade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, the, the Laramie Munsell, Laramie Tunsell, <laughs> you know, it's going to be in the at the end of the day, it'll be like 100 players yeah. who end up affected by this trade when everything is said and done, I bet, uh, indirectly or directly. Um, so Mike McDaniel now gets... A, a really overhauled Miami team. They yeah. Brought in one of the best o- offensive linemen available as well. Yeah. Taron Armstead signed in Miami. And so I did a little, did a little dig in about Tua because I think you and I probably agree that he's the guy who gets the biggest bump in fantasy value out of this whole trade. Yeah. Now Miami was actually eighth in passing attempts last year, which surprised the heck out of me at 36.2 per game. But in Park State, the running game was so bad. Well, it must have been all short passes because they were 18th in passing yards and 24th in passing TDs. Yeah, that's, I mean, most, you know, that's been the knock on Tua has been the downfield passing. I think he's fine in that 15 to 20 yard range. But when you extend past that, Tua seems very shaky. So, although I don't have any scientific evidence in front of me to tell you that that's the case. With Mike McDaniel coming in, do you think he brings a lot of that San Francisco mentality with him? Because San Francisco had the second fewest passing attempts per game last season, but the twelfth most yards. Much more efficient. Very. And and it might still be that maybe they just loaded this offense up with Jalen Waddell, who's got blazing speed, and Tyreek Hill, who's got blazing speed. And it's short dumps. And and let him run. And it's handoffs like Debo Samuel style to these wide receivers. And they're just going to get the ball in these guys' hands 10 to 12 times a game and say, make something with it. On Thursday, Tyreek Hill said he's excited to be the Debo Samuel in a Mike McDaniel offense. Mm -hmm. Great. I'm on board. And if that means they're running Tyreek more, okay. More power to you, right? Absolutely. I'll take that. It is worth noting that from week six on, Jalen Waddell averaged nine and a half targets per game 
Man, that's a lot. That's for a, a lot. Oh, Seven man. catches and seventy-one yards in that span. Mm-hmm. Um, I can he maintain almost ten targets per game with Tyreek Hill in the offense? I don't think. I think that's the part that goes down. But he'll, in theory, Tyreek Hill's going to pull so much more and better coverage to Hill that Waddle could do just as much or more mm-hmm. on fewer targets. Yeah, and and there's still a lot of mouths to feed in this offense, too, because Mike Gesicki came back on the mm-hmm. franchise tag. Uh, Devontae Parker and Albert Wilson are still there right now. They signed I'm, Trent Sherfield from San Francisco. And oh, by the way, Cedric Wilson, who we wanted to get the yeah, Michael and, Gallup role in right. Dallas, Cedric Wilson signed there, and he's like... Cedric uh, Wilson. Oh man, <laughs> Cedric Wilson's better than Albert Wilson, and I think they moved Devonta Parker. Maybe, it, but it still leaves him as the third wide receiver and probably the fourth receiving option in the pecking order, and that kind of kills all of his fantasy value that might have been there. Yeah, uh, hopefully Parker gets traded to a different situation where he can do a little better. How about how about Tyree Kill saying that basically just acknowledging outright that the Jets were only there as a bargaining chip and to f- push up the price on the contract. Uh, <laughs> I Thursday, heard that one yeah, on Thursday. Hill said <laughs> I was never going to New York. <laughs> I was always all about Miami. <laughs> well, and it's interesting that uh, both Hill and Devonte Adams picked to go to States with no state income yeah, tax, tax funny and warm weather destinations instead of the cold Midwest yep. and to either go home or play with their college buddies. I mean, these guys, they know what they're doing. They're yeah. getting a lot of money and they're going to go to a spot where they feel happy and ready to, you know, raise their families there. They left Hall of Fame quarterbacking and mm-hmm. better chances of winning. Yeah. Which is odd. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's that'd be the part that, you know, it makes you wonder about the commitment to winning. Correct. You know, and, you know, for Hill, it was a commitment to money mm-hmm. as much as anything else. For Adams, you know, we speculated about this last week. Maybe he just wanted, he was tired of being in the circus with Aaron Rodgers. Now, do you downgrade Patrick Mahomes or Travis Kelsey off of this news? A little bit, yeah. Okay. Well, not Kelsey necessarily, but, you know, from Mahomes, you're going from Tyreek Hill to Juju Smith-Schuster. Mm-hmm. I mean, Hill unlocked so many huge plays. Yeah. You know, the 50, 60, 70-yard catch-and-run completions. Juju just can't do that. Almost nobody can. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, Mahomes takes Mahomes takes a hit here. Kelsey, I think it's more of a push for Kelsey. You know, in theory, he's he's more of a focal point of the passing game. Mm-hmm. But you know, Hill opened up the middle of the field in the way that you know very few other receivers. There's can. probably a little more bracket coverage on mm-hmm. Kelsey this year. That's that's that's. Not a good thing yeah. for anybody. I think it probably makes him fall out of the first round, in my opinion, by the time we get to July, unless Kansas City really hits a home run with a with a sparkly wide receiver at the late first round of the draft. I'm this telling year. you, one of those two picks is going to be wide receiver. 29 maybe, or 30. Maybe both. Oh, that's cool. <laughs> uh, you know, we've seen uh, the others. And by the you know, they lost Byron Pringle. They yep. lost um, uh, Robinson's gone as well. Miko mm-hmm. Hardman's been there, but I think we've seen enough to know that he's just a spot guy. Mark uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling somehow got $30 million despite never catching 40 passes in a season. A staggeringly There's no bad way contract. Marquez Valdez-Scantling is any better with Patrick Mahomes than under Aaron Rodgers. They're, well, they're only in, well. They're both great deep ball passers, yeah, but 
you know, only in that he's the only, he's literally the only player faster than Tyreek Hill in the NFL the last uh, the last season oh, really? on just foot speed over okay. the last year. The only player who ran faster than Tyreek Hill was Marquez Valdez-Scantling, but that's all he can do, and he can only run basically straight and fast. Can't believe the Raiders didn't sign him. Yeah, that is a uh, classic Raider trait right there. I mean, Hill and Pringle leave behind 219 targets. That's about uh, 13 per game for Kansas City, so... Um, I obviously a huge upgrade for Juju, uh, from the quarterback perspective. So maybe we haven't unlocked all of Juju because he's been playing with, you know, the shell of Ben Roethlisberger for the last few years. And people are remembering how Juju missed the tail end of the season last year, but do remember that he did come back for the playoff game for Pittsburgh and he played in 76% of the snaps. So it's not like this is a lingering injury situation. Juju's going to be healthy and ready yeah. to go for the season. I think he'll be one of the most divisive players Correct. in drafts next August. There are people that are going to absolutely believe that Juju's sitting on 130 Patrick Mahomes targets mm-hmm. and has wide receiver one upside. Yeah. I, I, the range of outcomes for Juju is, uh, a, a first rounder that you get in the fifth, sixth round. I don't oh. think it'll, I don't <laughs> see. I don't <laughs> think he'll go that late. He won't go that late. No, I think there's, I'm just you, hoping you put 12 guys together yeah. and there's going to be two or three that really think Juju sitting on a big year. Sure. You're probably you right. And they're yeah. going to, I think I, I bet Juju levels out at third round ADP, but could, could return first round value could return 10th round value. Correct. And every option in between. I totally agree. Let's go to Tampa Bay. Uh, we already talked Tom Brady coming back. They get Leonard Fournette back. And Leonard Fournette, frankly, been a, was a fantasy superstar in many ways last year, particularly in PPR leagues. What are your thoughts on Fournette coming back? Ronald Jones is gone. Yeah. So not that he was even a factor because he wasn't. Total mm-hmm. non-factor. Um, what, do you, what do you think about him and, and what to expect from him? Is it any different than what we saw last year? I mean, Jones wasn't a factor in the fact that he didn't put up stats to Fournette's oh, abilities, especially but he did year. take snaps right. from Fournette, and there is something to be said about that, having Leonard Fournette just have a slightly larger slice of the snap count. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, I, I looked up his current ADP on NFFC. They're doing some early season drafts over there. Yeah, uh, He's coming in at number 64 overall, which Fournette. is, yep. Um, All right, so that's a, that's a seventh round or sixth round pick. Sixth uh, round pick in a 12-teamer. Yeah. In a 12-teamer, it's a sixth round pick. But let's do the opposite uh, territory high, right high there. High pick of number 51, that's kind of the beginning of the fifth round. So... We're talking about a guy who had 70 receptions last year. Yeah. I mean, in PPR, you know, that's a, that's a serious helper. When you get 70 receptions, 450 receiving yards, mm-hmm. you know, here's 10 free points every week. That's a, you know, six yeah, rounder for that. And right now, for the moment, pre-draft, no real competition on roster. Exactly. And I've seen some some uh, fantasy analysts on Twitter moving him up their cheat sheets. I saw one guy put him as his number three running back right uh, now. Now, well, that's, that's bold and maybe yeah, a little crazy. That's absurd. But uh, hey, I mean, that outcome, it's not impossible of Leonard Fournette to finish as a top five running back. Yeah, it's not likely. It's, it's not, not likely, but it's not impossible. Not but impossible. a top 10 running back? Maybe. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'd With feel P- pretty good PPR, about that. Yeah, yeah. He, could, he could hit that. Fifth, sixth round ADP seems low to me um, right now. They also signed Chris Godwin, um, even though he's coming off a later season ACL. Yep. 
I don't know that he's going to be ready for the start and sprained MCL. I don't yeah. know that he's going to be ready for the start of the season. And I, I generally avoid guys like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's always tough. And some of those ACL guys, they do come back, but they don't come back at like fully at, at like full strength. Right. Um, if it's a season long league, it's probably one I, I'd probably be avoiding Chris Godwin. I mean, Drafting in March right now, I'd be avoiding him. But if we see a lot of reports in camp that Godwin looks as good as ever and 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 maybe he makes a couple of preseason catches, I think the the hype will be right back for Chris Godwin. I'm avoiding. I don't like slow start players. Yeah. I want to come out of the gates three and one through four weeks and have have the ability to move my players. So have players who are performing yeah. well. And if I want to trade those, if I want to tweak my lineup, I don't want to be sitting there. With Chris Godwin on a hobbled knee, whether mm-hmm. he is playing or not playing, and risk starting one and three instead of three and one, and now I'm in a position of weakness, and I've got to make moves, and I've got to try to you know get my team back on track. Yeah, maybe in a guillotine league, I've already been cut. I you know that's I'm not I don't like these kind of players, and God bless him for getting three years, sixty million dollars off an ACL. Yeah, but Chris Godwin's not going to be on my rosters this year. I I respect that. Let's take a break. Sure. We come back. Let's talk about Matt Ryan going to one of the few places where he's got some real continuing fantasy viability. Mm -hmm. And let's talk about uh, the brand new Colt when we come back. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome back, Fantasy Football Weekly. Paul Charchian, Matt Harrison with you. Matt. Yeah. Matt Ryan. It, it was a weird week for Matt Ryan. <laughs> the Falcons told him we're going to go make a play for Deshaun Watson. Mm-hmm. He was very gracious about it and said, allow me to push back the date of my signing bonus so you don't have to play it, pay it because you, know, you may trade me or whatever. Stand up and, guy. Yeah. And so <laughs> then they don't get Deshaun Watson and they still move Matt Ryan to the Colts, a team that's in a win now mode for the tail end of Matt Ryan's career. I thought it was... 
I thought they Ryan handled it all very well. And mm-hmm. honestly, for the Falcons, other than, you know, maybe trying to get Deshaun Watson, which you could argue, you know, they should not have done. I thought it was they they must have handled it pretty well. By the way, how savvy are the Colts? They trade away Carson Wentz mm-hmm. for a second round pick swap. So they moved up seven places in the second round and two round threes. And then they trade one of those round threes for Matt Ryan. They, they moved up seven picks in the draft yeah. and got a round three and maybe and got, got a better out, quarterback. And they got out of Wentz's contract. They got, although they got all the Ryan's contract. They're, they're in the Ryan's lot. contract. It's yeah. a lot. Um, you know, and I don't dislike what we talked about it last week. I don't mm-hmm. dislike Wentz as much as most people do. And we talked about Wentz movie last week, but I like Ryan here because he's going to do what Wentz couldn't do, which is not make a lot of mistakes. He's a proven veteran. Yeah. The leadership qualities are undeniable. Um, and he's got some pretty good targets to work with. Yeah, and we're only three years removed from Matt Ryan almost hitting a 5,000-yard, 35-touchdown season. So yeah. uh, it, it's really not that long ago. Uh, Ryan is slightly more accurate than Carson Wentz, too, 67% to 62%, which is actually a little bit more than slightly more. That's yeah, that, Those that percentage points are pretty big in the NFL. It adds up. Uh, only a small amount for average depth of target, 4.4 to 4.2. So I don't think that this changes things much for Michael Pittman. Maybe it bumps him up a little. If they can get a weapon in the draft to pair yeah, with they, Pittman. They kind of need to. Um, and then having Jonathan Taylor in the backfield is always scary. And, you know, teams have to respect Jonathan Taylor's abilities. For sure. There's obviously a better offensive line for Matt Ryan. Kind of sky's the limit for him here. He could, he could like be like comeback player of the year in Indy this year. Maybe, especially because the Colts defensively can win on defense. Mm -hmm. You can win with running the ball. Matt Ryan doesn't need to throw 5,000 yards. No. And, you know, and frankly, probably can't given the receivers have T Y Hilton's probably done. Paris Campbell, never healthy. I love him, but never healthy. And Mo Alley Cox might be the second best receiver on the team. They They need receiver help still. And I think that may come in the draft for Indianapolis, and that might help Matt Ryan eventually here. Yeah, if not, you're looking at Ashton Doolin and Kiki Cutie. Yikes. While we're talking about Atlanta, let's go to Cordero Patterson, who re-signs. And Patterson's season was fascinating, Matt. Through the first half of the year, Mm -hmm. he was the best story in fantasy football, period. End of discussion. He was the best story. He was a a top-10 fantasy running back. When none of us, nobody had any inkling anything like that was going to happen. And some leagues still had him listed as wide receiver. Right. Um, the, the, the tweet of the week was when uh, Matt Ryan was traded away and Cordero Patterson tweeted that video of the kid who was going to steal Cam Newton's spot warming up his arm. And Cordero Patterson's like, I'm getting ready, guys. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Cordero is a... Great dude. Yeah, he's he's I had, awesome. I had a handful of interactions with mm-hmm. him when he was with the Vikings. Yeah. He's you know of of all the players you you don't want to like just like hang out with and have a few drinks, have a conversation, yeah. whatever, he'd be one of the top guys. Absolutely awesome guy. And and he gets Marcus Mariota um as as his quarterback this year. Probably a bridge quarterback. Atlanta's definitely in play. I think they pick at number eight. Yeah. They're they, definitely in play, especially are. if Malik Willis were to fall. I think that that might be a landing spot for him. And agreed. They could have him, you know, learn a year under Mariota. Um but yeah, so 
Eight and nine. I don't think Malik Willis gets past eight and nine. I don't think he gets eight. past two, to well, be honest. And, and Detroit at two he, is the first place he could. He has a real chance of going. I think it's either Detroit then, at two or somebody's trading up to two to get him. Man, that's, it's so early for him. Yeah. You know, Malik Willis would not have been one of the top five quarterbacks taken last year, and he no. might go as high as two this year because it you know, it's all about what, what class you're in. I think the Vegas odds have him at number two right now. Wow. Yeah. See, I don't, I don't know that I would go there. Yeah. But, yeah. Anyway, so, uh, but, so it's Mariota. But, now, let's remember, mm-hmm. Mariota's got real running ability that the te- Tennessee never really even tried to unlock. No, But they it's didn't. a different NFL now, man. Yeah. You know, this is an NFL that has shown what Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen can do when you just throw out the idea that we're only going to use our quarterback to scramble, that we're going to use designed runs, and a lot of them. And these are teams that have been highly successful. Well, and when Mariota was in Tennessee, it was on the back of Derrick Henry on everything. It was just like, we're going to pound the rock with Henry over and over and over again. And and didn't, yeah. Atlanta doesn't even have a running back. Yeah. So it, it well, they got Cordero. Cordero. Yeah, Cordero. <laughs> Although but, we didn't get to the second half of Cordero's season. Yeah. Which, which was turned bad. disaster. Yeah. Everybody kind of figured it out along mm-hmm. the way. The nice part about Atlanta as it sits right now is there's, two, maybe three guys for fantasy that you'd even consider. And that's it. There's, there's nobody else there. It's Kyle Pitts. It's Cordero Patterson. And it's probably Mariota. Mm -hmm. Those are probably the only guys that you would even consider putting on your roster right now. They don't have a running back to speak of. They have no other wide receivers there. Calvin Ridley's gone for the year. Yeah. So I don't, I don't quite know exactly what, what else you would do with Atlanta. So that makes it kind of simple from a fantasy perspective. I think Kyle Pitts gets hurt out of all of this. You know, Matt Ryan was not great in these yeah. last couple of years, but more accomplished passer, a steadier passer than Marcus Mario likely will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but still, that you know, right now, most of that offense goes through Kyle Pitts from what we can tell. Yeah. Allen Robinson signed with the Rams. This is, um, he effectively takes the place, at least for the moment, of, of Odell Beckham. Um, and with Robert Woods gone, mm-hmm. now, you know, there's, in theory... There's a lot of targets for Allen Robinson and the first competent quarterback he's ever experienced. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Now Odell, he's a he had the knee injury and he's a free agent after the Super Bowl. Yeah. So he's probably not going to sign with anybody until at least training camp. That probably. would be the earliest mm-hmm. and it might might linger on into the season. So Woods and Beckham like split last year almost completely evenly cuz Woods got hurt like yeah. the day after Correct. Beckham was, was was traded uncanny. for. Um they combined for 117 targets last year. That's about where we're going to probably put the Allen Robinson yeah. projections at is, is 117. And every year that he's had over 100 targets in his year, he's been a really great fantasy uh, player. He only had 66 targets last year. Oh, What malpractice oh, was oh. that in Chicago? Well, Justin Fields, you know, how much of that's on Robinson, we don't know. But most you presumably, it was a very young green Justin Fields. But Justin Fields managed to find uh, Darnell uh, Mooney. Yeah. Plenty of times. So absolutely. I think that this helps Cooper cup in a way. Um, I mean, probably it's, it's probably close to a wash. Cooper cup was so awesome last year. It's, it's not going to help him too much, but uh, hurts van Jefferson, who was a dynasty stash for me uh, just on the, idea that Robert Woods might not be ready. Odell Mm -hmm. Beckham might not be ready. Mm -hmm. Uh, Van Jefferson. I thought, Hey, you might, 
pop into a number two role here, but that did, that didn't seem to work out. No, it did not. Matthew Stafford got the extension. He'll be the Rams quarterback for I think, I, four more years. Four more years. Yep. Yeah, I think it was a three year extension to give him four more. He'll be at the bitter end of his career four years from now. I mean, it's going to be that's going to be ringing every last pass out of that arm. Yeah, he's going to maybe look a little Peyton Manning. He, he might. He might. I hope it doesn't come to that. Let's hope might. not. Robert Woods, we mentioned, traded to the Titans. So they've got A.J. Brown, and as awesome as he is, he's mm-hmm. hurt a lot. Here comes Robert Woods. He's coming off, uh, was it ACL? Something like that, I yeah. I believe it was ACL. I'll tell you, I'll look, look it up. So Woods effectively takes the Julio Jones role. Mm-hmm. And Julio Jones was, you know, a little dinged up himself throughout wow. his career. More, and, more than a little. And, and, and Robert Woods is coming in in the same breath. It's, it's hard for me to feel better about Robert Woods, who's about the same age as Julio. Yeah, Woods is coming thir- off an Woods, injury. Woods is 39. But Woods, up until this Woods ACL... Woods is 39 years old, is he? He is. How does that even make sense? Well, you remember all those years <laughs> of Buffalo where he did nothing? Oh my God, he's they, that they, old? They misused him. Yeah, he's 39 <laughs> years old. That's crazy. Is it, it was an ACL, and... You know, for Woods, he, he was he's kind of a low mileage guy because they just didn't Buffalo didn't he's use him that 29 much. Twenty nine, charge. Did I say thirty nine? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. sorry I was sorry. like, he, sorry, sorry, sorry. He sorry. wasn't born in the eighties. No, no, he's the I'm oldest sorry. player in the NFL. I don't know why I said thirty nine when I meant twenty nine. That was ridiculous. Um, never top six touchdowns, but we did see him. Uh, we did see him in in years past. He had a twelve hundred yard season and eleven hundred yard season with the Rams, and they ran him a lot. You know, the in the, the seasons prior to last year's 19 runs, 17 runs, 24 runs. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'll be fascinating to see. And he chalked in some touchdowns that way, too. It'll be, it'll be interesting to see if the Titans do the same thing. The Robert <sighs> yeah, I I just feel like he's like a wide receiver five kind of a guy. I think he's going to get drafted above that yeah. from his past track record. But Could it be. just feels like Tennessee's offense has been so simple. It's been Henry. It's been Brown. It's been Henry. Yeah. It's been Brown. And they don't have room for, you know, those other guys. So now another receiver coming off ACL. Now his, his was earlier than, um, what were we talking about before it was coming off the ACL? It Odell. was Odell Beckham. Uh, well, even before that, we were talking about, uh, Chris who, Godwin, Chris Godwin. Right? <laughs> now, I wouldn't take Godwin. He was a, he had a very late season one. Sure. Uh, but yeah, these are guys I'm, I mostly, mostly avoid in my drafts. All right, let's. Uh, oh, and by the uh, way, I think Woods. I think Woods. You see, wide receiver five. I think it'll be more like four. But either way, yeah, you know, we both would be hesitant to make him uh, somebody you have to rely on. Mm-hmm. DJ Moore signed an extension with possibly the worst team that he could possibly be with from a fantasy standpoint, Carolina. Yeah, you got to figure that they have to do something at the quarterback position. I believe they're at six in the draft, and Malik Willis, Kenny Pickett. It's mm-hmm. probably one of those two guys that's going to be drafted there, if not. If they like one a lot more, I think that they might trade up with Detroit at two because that wouldn't be too much capital to trade up for. Well, spots, you wouldn't but. think so, but to go from six to two will probably cost you, you know, cost you six. It'll cost you next It'll year's cost first. Six and next year's first at a yep. minimum. Yep. Minimum. It, it's e- so expensive. Either, either your two or your next year's first. One yep. of those. Yep. So, yeah, I think so too. Uh, all right. Let's go to uh, DJ. Well, we were, at, we were on DJ Moore. Mm-hmm. By the way, um, there were thoughts that that might be a landing spot for Baker Mayfield, Carolina, but apparently that's not going to happen. It sounds like. Yeah, it, it doesn't look like uh, Baker's interested in going to Carolina and Carolina's not interested in Baker. Wow. So 
I think that's clear. That's nice. Probably. Uh, your <laughs> new starting quarterback for the Saints is Jameis Winston. Is your old starting quarterback yeah. for the Saints? Yeah, I thought you know Winston was a very hit and miss fantasy quarterback last year with some good games and some terrible ones, and then he uh, then he got injured and his season ended. What are your thoughts on on Winston? He does, at least in theory, get some receiving help back, but it still doesn't feel like a great situation for him. Uh, Winston had what? Let's see. He had he had fourteen touchdowns last year. Yeah, but nine were in two games. Nine were in against Green Bay and Washington. Yeah, exactly. In, in two games, yeah, everything are, else two everything else was pretty everything much a disaster. Bad. That's right for him. Mm-hmm. Um, now it sounds like Michael Thomas. They may return yeah, to the Saints. They are. Who knows? After, after all the bad blood, I think what's happened is they've realized nobody else is going to pay, and you know, no, there's no, there was no equity. The Saints had no, no ability to move him. Nobody wanted Michael Thomas. Yeah. Um, after two missing the better, really all of the last two seasons, yeah. nobody, you know. So they, I think they're just like, well, we're gonna, you know, we're gonna pay him, we're gonna play him, and we need him, and hope that he comes back at eighty percent of what he was before the last two years. Yeah, that he's going to be a super interesting guy to talk about come August mm-hmm. once we see him on the field a little bit. Bad match. The feeling last year going into last year was that he was a bad match for Jameis Winston because Winston's one redeeming value was his deep ball. You know, the YOLO, YOLO deep yep. passes. And, and Michael Thomas has never shown the ability to, to, to be somebody who gets separation downfield. Mm-hmm. It felt like a bad match last year. We never got to see it play out on the field, and it feels like a bad year, a match this year. Yeah. Um, I do like that the Saints have seemingly given up on the notion that Taysom Hill is a starting quarterback. Well, and Sean Payton's gone too. So I think that that was a Sean Payton play right there. It probably is. Uh, Alvin Kamara to me, if you, I think it's about the same as last year. Yeah. There's, there's no difference there. He's just the focal point of that offense, right? Losing Taron Armstrong is not a trivial. No. And, and, and Kamara is a guy who's still going to go in the first round. Mm -hmm. And he's a guy that I'll probably avoid this year because I think I want to get out a year early on Kamara than the year too late. Alvin Kamara, you know, his age 39. Yeah. Uh, No, no, I mean, 29. No, no, no. Amazing uh, career for the 39 year old. Alvin Kamara. Uh, He's 26. He's played in five seasons so far. Um, I don't think he's, Reach the end of the road, but no, but this is the beginning of the end of the road for most running backs. It it is for most. This is about the end of it. But last year, his yards per carry, which is not always the best stat, Mm -hmm. but yards per carry 3.7. Yikes. Not good. (laughs) They had no passing game to speak of. They didn't. And, but his receiving numbers are way down too. Yeah. For after an entire career of having between 81 and 83 receptions in Mm -hmm. four straight seasons, at 47 receptions. The oh, defense is new. The quarterbacking in the passing game was so wrong and so bad. Mm-hmm. Defense is new. You take stop out, Al- you take away Alvin Kamara. Nobody else make can him beat you. you with whatever else. Yes. With you know, Marquez uh Marquez Callaway. Callaway. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. All right. Let's uh one final note. Yeah. Jets. Uh no, sorry, Buffalo Bills. Jamison Crowder moves from the Jets mm-hmm. to Buffalo. Duke Johnson, who finished the season with a couple of nice games mm-hmm. last season for Miami, goes to Buffalo as well. Yeah, effectively replacing J.D. McKissick 
Yeah, was in Buffalo for a sneeze. That's right. And then was like, nah, I'm going to go back, and everybody hates that. They do hate that. (laughs) Uh, And then uh, Cole Beasley's gone. James Crowder will be your your starting slot receiver as it stands right now. Yeah, there's a lot of wide receivers in this uh, depth chart, too. Stephon Diggs, Gabriel Davis, who had the 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 huge huge game in the playoffs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is still there, and Isaiah McKenzie was a guy that they uh, re-upped this offseason, too. Now, Diggs had some cryptic tweets uh, a day yeah, or two ago. He said it's 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 never personal. It's just business. Exactly. Uh, that's that's Stefan saying. I need more money. I need more money. <laughs> <laughs> or yep. trade me. Well, that's what the Vikings got stuck with. Well, and and we've seen Adams move from a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback mm-hmm. away. We've seen Hill move from a Hall of Fame caliber quarterback away. Could we see Diggs? Just force his way out, out, maybe, and, you know, try to put himself in a spot where maybe he ends up in Florida somewhere, Jacksonville or Tampa Bay or something like that. A place where maybe they have a little bit of money. Jacksonville certainly would have have had the money to spend if they wanted to. Yeah. But uh, you imagine Jacksonville trading, you know, pick number one for Stefan Diggs straight up. No, (laughs) I don't. I don't think I don't I don't think that I don't think he would command that right now. You no, got to take not. you got to take Diggs' salary mm-hmm. and you know and they just committed eighty million dollars to Christian Kirk. <laughs> uh, last thing, let's talk Duke Johnson for just a minute. Uh, at, as in, in a real rarity for the NFL, I mean, mm-hmm. it almost never happens. We saw Devin Singletary in year three finally put it all together when he had done nothing. Yeah. And he couldn't have looked more ordinary for every other part of his career. And then comes screaming down to the second half of the year last year and ends up with a really nice season. They bring in and Zach Moss just totally phased out of that offense. He's gone. Um, and so now the presumption is that Duke Johnson will have every opportunity to at least be the backup running back behind Singletary. Yeah, you'd think that he'd be involved in the passing game a lot too. But, I mean, if you look at down the stretch for the Bills, uh, Devin Singletary had one uh, game in Week 15 with Mm -hmm. 22 carries, a game in Week 17 with 23 carries. But then it was 12 yeah. 10, 8, 8, yeah. Yeah, he's that kind 7, of, yeah. 7. But that's just how the Bills play. The Bills are they, just, ju- they put that ball in Josh Allen's hand, mm-hmm. and they're going to make plays with Josh Allen, whether yeah. it's with his arm or his feet, and that's how that offense works. So with Duke Johnson there, maybe just because of the passing game aspect yeah, and, and some of the short passing, mm-hmm. um, I, I think that that's what makes him kind of interesting. He's going to be like a late-round best ball kind of guy that I think that you could slot in in the 18th round and, and feel pretty good about ball. it. Yeah, I, I like him in that format more than than most others. Yep. Um, yeah, Duke Johnson's a, uh, you know, we've always wanted him, or at least I've always wanted him to be more of a pass catching back than he's ultimately ended up being. Mm-hmm. But, you know, maybe this is a team that'll unlock a little bit of that, although Singletary can catch too, so they don't even need to use Duke that <laughs> way if they don't want to. By the way, Duke Johnson, 39 years old. Really? Yeah. That looks good. I mean, this, well traveled. This is a strange, Houston, strange year Miami. for those wide or all, all these all these fantasy players, backs. yeah, who were born in 1985, <laughs> 84. It's really go, weird. Very big year. Maybe it's 94. I don't know. Um, 
All right. We've, we've had a lot of fun. Thank you for listening, everybody. If you want to hear more of this show, of course, we encourage you to subscribe, rate, review the show uh, so that you do not miss any episodes of it. I think we'll next week will also be a uh, we'll also be more of free agency and, and it'll be won't be as big of moves as these. Mm-hmm. And then we're going to start working on uh, April, start working on all our draft stuff, mm-hmm. getting all prepped up for the draft, favorite players, landing spots, who we want to see go where. It, to me, this is like the least exciting draft from a fantasy standpoint that I've seen. But maybe like doing all the research will really hype me it up do, and I'll get excited. It does do a little bit of that. Um, you know, it's. I think it's because the running back position's generally down this mm-hmm. year, and there's probably not a running first round running back. Quarterback position's down. Mm-hmm. Uh, no tight end in the first round. Yeah, and so it's a good receiver draft, but that's that's from a fantasy standpoint. That's it. Yeah. Eh. Eh. So you know, but you know, it it always turns out that there are great players to be had. We'll find them. We will try. We'll unearth them. Great job today, Matt. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Back next week, everybody. Fantasy Football Weekly is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply.